The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome back again, boys and girls of Brutal Nation. I'm your illustrious host, the one, the only, feeling pretty steadily today. Yes, I am. Scott Alexander. And right across me is the one, the only, the harrogous beast of them all. Tammy, the underdog, Underwood. Let's get into call number four from Keith Jesperson on April 15th of 2023 to wrap up his end of the interviews for now. It's, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, what happened during the investigation from the time that uh, that he turned himself in to present time. Let's, 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 uh, let's get into it. All right. Welcome back, All Keith. Right. All right. Now, we're talking about Matthew William Felt. Uh, so anyway, we're I got the show Dark Minds, seasons two and three as Raven. Now, I from what I understood, <laughs> he was trying to do a season four. And his production company wanted to expose me as Keith Jesperson, not as Raven anymore. And uh, for some reason, he uh, Phelps decided not to go along with it or something along those lines. So they ended the show. Oh, okay. Uh, but, but there's other people that were wanting to get involved and everything like that. Now, like say, he did this, Dana, you know, we had a falling out because of photos. But there's another falling out there. See, one of the things that I kept bringing up with Phelps was that his sister-in-law had passed away, had died. She had been strangled, I guess. And he asked, he, he laid out the scenario. Now, I asked him one time, were you ever a suspect in her case? And he said, no. And I said, now, I knew that's a lie. Because she lived in the same house as he did. He lived, uh, her, his, um, his brother and sister-in-law lived in the basement of his house. Right, right. And, she, and they're both drug addicts. They're both drug addicts. They're just, and they're always on him for money and stuff like this. Now, he had told me that she'd come to him asking for, for 500 bucks the night before she died. And he'd said that, uh, that he told her no and that uh, uh, and they later found her body and all that kind of thing. But my biggest thing was, I told him, I said, now, looking at the case, I think what happened was he was, she was extorting him. Because I think, you know, he had a hard time keeping his dick in his pants. He has a, he has a child in Utah, I think, has a, has a you know, went to a, a book signing over there and got a girl pregnant. And now he has a child over there that has to pay child support on. I think he, he might have 20 of them floating around the country. I don't know. Scott does, too. I probably have kids Pardon? all around the damn world. I'm like Johnny Appleseed, man. I've spread that seed far and wide. Yeah. Spreading the seed, I know that you got to, you know... Anyway, so I tell him, I said, I said, I said to him, I said, I think you're the responsible for it. If you're not the one that killed her, you're at least responsible for her death. Wow. And that's what I told him. That's what he, and then of course, there's a falling out because of that. I think he's, he's mad because I brought it, that I brought him back into the picture. Because that is right about that same time that his, his sister-in-law had died, that uh, he became a crime writer. Right. That's when he started writing true crime books. Now, in my words, you can imagine he, uh, he he got close to the, the let's say he let's say he did kill his sister-in-law, and then the police got involved, and then he, he started talking to the police. Then you have any leads? <laughs> you know, are you looking in my direction? Not whatever, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. You know, 
I'm sure there's something came along in those lines where he was fascinated by the legal system and the murders and so forth. So this sparked his career. The fact that his sister-in-law is dead now, whether he did it himself or had she, now had he paid her the five hundred bucks that night, she might very well be alive today. Right. right? So uh, that's why I say that either responsible for or could have been or is responsible somewhere along the way for doing it. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So that's that's the basis behind all that. Uh, that's why I said no. He never he would never send me any any um, uh, my photos back or anything. Right. So we're that's where we're at right now. Now around around 2010, a Kelly Hunter. I don't know if you heard of her name, Kelly Hunter. That I haven't. Okay, so Kelly Hunter lives over by Pennsylvania, Virginia, somewhere like that. She's, uh, she wrote me over a course of time, and she just her dad is a is a uh, published author. Okay. And she and I talked about doing a book, and so she did a. I, I wrote it all out. I sent it to her about all the cases, and she published a book called Murdered Innocence. Okay. So look up that Murdered Innocence by Kelly Hunter, and it's basically. A book about my cases. Only I've read the book, and she missed two or three murders. She forgot about them. She never put them in the book. Right. So yeah, and so she messed it up big time. Um, and I called her on that. And, and since then, we we haven't had a good falling. Out. It's time of falling out, so we don't talk to each other anymore. She doesn't write me anymore. Um, but anyway, that's that was a murder. It, it, it's basically like the book Happy Face Murders by Fogel and Lee. It's a bunch of self-serving crap, right? Right. Now, currently, uh, like I say, currently, right now, I'm not doing anything other than doing the podcast with you and uh, also with uh, Keith Revere, the lighter side of serial killers. Right. Now, we do have the, I do have the blog at beyondthecrime.com with Maria DeLorenzo. And... This information that that we're doing right now is combating my daughter's stories. Right. And that's basic behind everything I'm doing right now is to combat uh, the lies that my daughter has been told. Right. And that's where that's where we're at right now. I mean, moving forward, uh, you know, Briarly Mitchell, she did a book, uh, Serial Killers Then and Now, and. Uh, I, apparently, she sent, she sent me a, a copy of the book, and I haven't received it yet. And why is because they won't let it in here. Oh wow! <laughs> well, because they won't. It ha- I mean, because I'm it has you in it, right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, they're yeah. not going to let it in. Here. She told me on the phone just last week that that's what she was going to do. She sent me the book. I should have it. And I said, "Well, we'll see, won't we?" Right. But yeah, I'm not going to get it because the Department of Corrections will not allow me to have it. But they'll let some other inmate in there have it. Yes, that's right. Okay. Right. Someone, that's how I got Shattered Silence in. Right. There's some other inmate, some other inmate back in, you know, the book came in in 2008 or 2009, something like that. And that's when I got that, uh, that's when I was able to read her book. Right. And that was, uh, that's how I, I learned all the, the bullshit she was talking about. 
Okay. Yeah. Now, do you have any questions? I I don't think I do. Do you, Scott? No, you're pretty thorough, man. You're pretty thorough. Yeah. Well, I, you know, the, the self-start seal killer kit, uh, I always wondered how, you know, if, if anyone ever sent the money for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, sure know, they did, you know, man. Like, they, they probably okay. did. Dumb white people. So, Basically, basically what it is, I mean, everyone's probably wondering what it is, and it's just an advertisement for a kit that doesn't exist. Right. It, it goes like this. It goes like this. This is the offer you've all been dying for, the self-start seal killer kit. Right. You know, uh, open that job up at work. Get rid of that unwanted family member. <laughs> you know, you know. Right. Stuff like that. You know, one of the pun line like that. He said, uh, uh you get a you get a VHS tape full of uh, easy to follow instructions how to how to strangle the shit of everybody. You know, right. <laughs> Choke the uh, you get a, a, a you get a blow up doll, a lifetime fully functional blow up doll with an extra strong spring back neck. So you know, anyway, you so get the you can picture. practice. Yeah, you can practice. Anyway, so yeah. it, the address is to send you send uh, six hundred and sixty six dollars to Waylaid Industries. Uh, 666 Cemetery Lane, Suite 13, uh, Battleground, Washington, 98 ICU. Located in the basement, located in the basement of Throttle and Chokes Casket Rentals. Well, you know. know. Uh, Yeah, that kind of thing. Now, if you buy two, you get your free waste-away tow line, so you can watch your victims (laughs) waste away before your very eyes. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's almost based off the premise of uh, Israel Keys and his kill kits all over the U.S. Right, right, right. I, I was yeah. actually looking at that episode today when I was uh, doing some stuff uh, in the system. Yeah. So, so when, I, when I wrote that in, in Clark County, now my lawyer was very adamant. He said, man, you need to get rid of this. You may be able to stop. This has bad all over it, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And, and, is, and why I came up with this was because of all the, I had a lot of, a lot of time on my hands, you know, and I was thinking, everyone was asking me these stupid questions. What is it like to be one, right? I'm like, man, why don't I come up with a kit so you all learn how to be one? Right. And it's just an advertisement for something that doesn't exist. That, yeah. I, that to me is kind of like, that's so bizarre, but yeah. No, I mean, but hilarious. It is kind of hilarious because when Scott was telling yeah. me about it, I was like, "That sounds like Israel Keys and his buried kill kits all over the U.S." You know. <laughs> well, it's no different than a pet rock. Right, right. Hey, Scott you know, has just, two it's just of those. Something thrown out there that someone is, you know, they think is a novelty and they just run with it. Right in a mood ring. <laughs> yeah, kind of a you know. Be surprised when people work around uh, the corpses, you know, being the morgue and stuff like that. They all have their sense of humor, too. Oh, totally, totally. And they, they, they come up with all kinds of weird stuff, right? Yeah. And stuff that other people would think that was macabre, you know, kind of crazy. You wouldn't want to show it off. And, and some people see it's funny, some don't. Right, exactly. Yeah. And so that's, that's what I had to deal with. Now, it's surprising how far that went. I mean, like I said... Uh, I sent it to one person, Sandra London, and she, I don't know what's happening with her nowadays. I have no idea. But uh, I remember one time she sent me uh, her address and stuff like that. And I thought it was funny, so I sent uh, her address to Walla Walla, Washington, up to 
to the prison in Walla Walla, the walls, and I said, put this on a bulletin board with her phone number to call her. Oh, my gosh. Right? Or, or write her. So I get a, I got a letter from her, you know, several months later. It says, don't be handing out my address to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So that was the, the whole play on this thing. I, I had nothing to do but time anyway. Right. So it all yeah, time to kill. You right? have to look. We time to kill. We have to have <laughs> something Jokes to keep our mind occupied. Right. Well, yeah. That's totally. the problem with prison. You, you want to keep your mind on. That's why I do artwork. That's why, you know, I uh, I used to write a lot, and I, I don't write anymore because I have carpal tunnel really bad. But I'll I'll continue to draw, and I, and that's what maintains my life right now. Right. Now you guys with the podcast, and I'll check in from time to time. To do, you know, if you have any questions. Now, one of the things you may want to ask your readers is, is if they have any questions, to compile a bunch of questions, and we'll sit down right. one day, and we'll go over them. Yeah. Because you know, let the let the audience have something to ask along the way. Right. I, I had done that with Pittsburgh. There's a the Question University in Pittsburgh area. I'd done that over the phone one time and answered a bunch of questions that people had called in on, some of the students. Right. And of course, of course, one of the first things that the parents of the students said was, just don't go fall in love with the guy and get married. <laughs> yeah, my mom tells me that all the time. <laughs> yeah. That's because I'm going to marry your mom. <laughs> Ew! Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the gist of it. We covered pretty much everything there is. Right. Um, you know, we... There's a lot of little twists and turns to my to my story. It just uh, there's so much there. Right. Uh, it's really you know you, put, you can't point a finger on it. And it. Everyone wants to touch on the highlights. They don't want to touch on the low stuff. They just want to move forward. And and if they don't understand it, they move. You know, it's like I watched. I, I read on Wikipedia one time where they were talking about my injury right. um, that I had gotten in high school, and they claimed that I had gotten it at 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 RCMP boot camp. Right, yeah. That's that's what Which it said. stupid. It, well, I think it still says that on there. Yeah, I'm an RCMP boot camp. I'm surprised the RCMP haven't stepped up and said, damn, we don't got no damn boot camp. <laughs> well, yeah, because it said that the injury during the training process is what prevented you from getting into the RCMP. Yeah, my dad want, My dad kept telling them the story about how I wanted to be an RCMP. Hell, I was 14 years old when that came up. My, yeah. my my sister got married, and my uncle came down, who was an RCMP, and he sent me a brochure. And that's where this all came about, was the brochure, which years later, <laughs> years later, I was just running equipment. I wasn't thinking about going up being a cop. Right. But after my arrest for murder, my dad stepped up and said, he wanted to be an RCMP guy, but he got injured. Well, they yeah. took the injury to think that, where did I get the injury? I got it in high school, 1972. Well, I was climbing the rope in high school, got all the way to the ceiling, the rope pulled out of the ceiling and dropped it about 25 feet to the floor. Wow. You were Which in high school, I, had, I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> yeah, well, I was, that was my senior year. So, wow. you know, I was, I was born in 55, 1955. Yeah. So, yeah. You'd make one scary goddamn cop, though, because, like, you're, 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 you're six foot, like, 11. Or twelve, or fucking six, like my mom says, six foot twelve. You're, you're, you're like nineteen <laughs> feet tall, you know, and not and not exactly 
then you're broad-shouldered. You're you're yeah. a big fella. I got to tell you, like, if I see a small cop coming up to ask me questions, I'm like, okay, it's a small cop. I don't care. But if I saw you, the first thing I would do is crap my pants. <laughs> be like, I did it. I don't know what you're going to accuse me of, but I did just, it. I did it. Just throw the cuffs on me. I don't, you know, whatever it is. Just don't freaking, you know, so, like, beat me. From what I gather, tomorrow there's a show coming on TV, investigating Discovery Channel, called Scary People. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, Donnie, yeah, yeah. Donnie yeah. Wahlberg is, is Dude, narrating I love it or him. something like that. <laughs> yeah, most scary people. Yeah, it, yeah it's called, like yeah, scary, I think it's called scary people or something like that. But I've I seen all of those, and I'm in love with Donnie Wahlberg. Donnie, if you're listening, call me, babe. Don't call her. <laughs> She's got rabies. No. Well, Dude, I've, I've loved him since high school. <laughs> she smells like freaking so anyway, Sasquatches. So gonna, they're going to have me on TV tomorrow night or something like that. Oh, so you're going to be one of, yeah, it'll be a two-parter. Because all the all the episodes are two parts, and yeah, they talk about different things. Yeah, I I've watched every yeah. episode so far. Love him. Well, you you might want to tape it, find out. And, yeah, well, and, I and I don't compare, have DVR maybe anymore. Maybe come up yeah. with all kinds of questions that we can we can we can uh, if you have come up with questions that you know stuff that he says that we can debate on on this show. Okay, I'll see if I can access it now because. Um, my streaming service has changed, so I'll see if I can access it and everything, and I'll look into it. And what streaming service yeah. is it on? I find out, it, find out what the, find out what what wrongs are being told. Right, it's on Amazon through uh, the uh, channel ID. Oh, I don't. Yeah, know. I have Amazon now. Now my my friend Maria Delorenzo is going to watch the show. She says because they came to her asking for information. Oh, and they would not pay her for her services, so therefore she declined. They were they're acting; they weren't professional, and when they came over asking for stuff, so yeah, it's just the same old thing. They 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 questioned her as her ethics for being involved with providing me a service of a blog. At the same time, they're they're trying to get information of me, so they're they're doing the same thing. Right. Yeah. 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 Anyway. So. Yeah, because yeah, no. you know, I'm I, I'm yeah, gonna have to see if I still have access to it, but I I would yeah. love to see it. I would. Did you, so did you reapply your visiting in here? I you know what I have said in that application so many times, and it's it's disgusting. But I'm gonna try to print it off. I think I still have it printed off, and I think I'm gonna take it over across the street from where I live and fax it. Over yeah, and then send it, it yeah, over. and then send it from a different email as well, just in case, because yeah. it's it's just really weird how I have sent that. Ask God, I have sent that in so many times. A few, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's no reason why you can't come visit me. I'm looking forward to you giving me a tongue lashing. Well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> see, new boyfriend for damn. <laughs> Yeah, what the I hell? Ha- I have so many now. <laughs> and she does like the older guys, so. I do. I, I have yeah. daddy issues, so yeah, I do like older men. <laughs> yeah, I, I go after the young girls. Yeah, that's right. Well, see, yeah. there you go. There you go. No, um, no. It's a podcast all its own. Fucking <laughs> serial killers and Sasquatches. <laughs> Shut up, Scott. <laughs> no, I'm, like I said, I've been, I've been trying. And no, because the only time I've ever been denied is when I tried, I tried to apply to go see my co-defendant and they wouldn't let me because we were co-defendants, even though it happened 30 some years ago. Yeah. Well, be very careful how you, how you mention that. Yeah. No. I, well, yeah, because I, um, I put it on there. I mean, because it does ask if I've ever been denied. And I put it on there and I said, because I was his co-defendant. So, you know. 
but yeah. I mean, I was that just approved be, down might, in California, that might be why so. Why you can't come in? I mean, maybe that's why they deny you. Well, they would still send you a denial thing, saying it was denied. You would think they would. Do you think they would? Yeah. And yeah, I have. Because even when I call, they won't. Yeah, because when I call, they won't give me any information over the phone because we can't verify yeah. it's really you. I'm like, are you serious right now? Well, <laughs> well the last time I last time I, I checked, you weren't even in the system. Right. So well, that's telling me your they have up in the computer. You weren't even in the system. Yeah, that tells me that they aren't even processing my application, which you know they should. So I don't know. Like I said, I was just I was just approved down in California, and Scott was denied. So there you which go. Which is bizarre, man. Because yeah. fuck. <laughs> Yeah, usually it's me that gets the denial, but Scott got denied. We still can't figure out why. Yeah, we still got to fucking send him an email or a smoke signal or some shit. (laughs) I don't know what they do down in San Quentin prison. But, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, what do you think? Everything okay? Everything's good, good, Uh, man. Yeah, gonna kosher. Yeah, I'm going to put that out to the the listeners and everything like that so we can compile some questions, and we'll, uh, we'll have you on at another time with a bunch of questions. So you want me to call again next Saturday or what? Um, Give us a few weeks. That way yeah. we can compile the, the questions and everything. All right. I'll, I'll just talk to the truck driver one of these days. Ah, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All, All right. right, man. Well, we're going to wrap this one up. Good talking to you, Keith. Okay. Well, you have a good day. You, you too. too bud. Bye-bye. Call you in a couple weeks. All, All right. right. Bye. 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 All right, boys and girls, remember, you can send us an email at BrutalNation at TwistedBlueLLC.com. Check us out on Medium, Crime Beat on Medium, and wherever you get your blogs. Get the full story without any of my bullshit attached to it. Log on to Facebook. Join Citizens of Brutal Nation. Join in the conversation. You know, start one up. Hell, let's just have a good time with it. This show's copyrighted 2023 by Twisted Blue LLC. All rights are reserved. And if you're hearing this or any part of this on anybody else's show or podcast, you know who you are, you bastards. You're lying, David bastards. And we will talk to you guys later on. Bye-bye.